Hello and welcome to Modern Art is Rubbish. Alright Tom, what, what episode number is it? Episode number... Insert digits here. Episode 96. <laughs> <laughs> we can post edit that, can't yeah, we? Yeah, we can. We can kind of post edit it. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll find out and I'll very obviously post edit it. Um, what's your thoughts on glue? I don't know why my opinion was the word glue, but oh, glue. there's been a lot of gluing going on in the art world recently. Yeah, well, there's different sorts of glue. There's stuff glue for wood. Yeah. And then glue for other materials. Yeah, I like print stick. I've, other other um, things are available. Other stick-based glues are available. Yeah, you shouldn't suck on them, though. No, never suck or lick glue. I used to, like, when I was a kid, I used to, like, put little bits of super glue on my fingers and then play with it when it went hard. All right, yeah. Yeah, it's really stupid because it kind of takes layer of skin. It's not good for your skin either. But yeah, well, maybe like um, you were actually you were cleaning your skin, giving your fingers room to grow. Yeah, <laughs> I was like a chemical pill. You mean I was I was ahead of the game. Yeah, yeah, no, like um, uh, what's the name? Coldplay yeah. singer's wife. What's she called? Gwyneth Paltrow. Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah, yeah she'd like that, but she, it'd have yeah. to be vagina smell. Oh, right, yeah. okay, she yeah, did, she does. She does. <laughs> Let me clarify, she apparently, they, they brought out a vagina-smelling candle. Well, not a candle that smells vaginas, but a, a, a candle that smells like... <laughs> you from goo, vagina glue! <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's already gone wrong. I can't beep it out, because I don't know why I would have to beep that out. Um, yes, so... And you know the other thing, just before we, I actually get to the art and the reason why I'm talking about glue... We, there was a there was a fad in the seventies, right, where kids, little kids, would would put pins through the top of your fingers, right, just through a bit of the skin, and then you'd have like pin fingers, so you'd have like pins on the end of your fingers. Should I play a little musical interlude for yeah, that? Yeah. <laughs> pins on the end of your fingers. That was not my voice being out. Pin fingers, pin fingers. fingers. <laughs> I'm going to put a picture of the feeding fingers on the website because I'm sure people want to see that instead of art. No, they don't. Yeah, well, is that not art, the pin fingers? I think it was. I think it was a movement. It was the pin finger art movement. Oh, wow. Pin fingerism. Pin fingerism, yeah. yeah. So, anyway. Different to pinism. Pinism. Yeah, <laughs> like Pinhead. Yeah, he was scary. He was from a horror film. So, basically, there's been a lot of protests uh, where people have, and it's happened at several art galleries. It's about four, I think, so far, um, where people have broken into art galleries and glued themselves to the frames of very famous paintings. Okay, right. so we're not talking about Pritt stick here. No, no, we're talking, we're probably talking about No More Nails or Gorilla Glue and other strong glues are available, I'm sure. But, you know, you're talking stuff that's probably like pretty, pretty difficult to get. You know, like... No, we're talking protest glue. Protest glue, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty damn good, I suppose. Right, so... Basically, it, the the one in the UK, it was actually happened. At, uh, what was it? Four galleries, I think. And what they did was they broke it. There are there are a protest movement called Stop the Oil. Now, just to say, what they're protesting about is, uh, you know, 
Well, we've got to obviously have a climate emergency. Oh, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> obviously. And basically it turns out, and I didn't know this until I saw about read up about why they're protesting, there's uh, forty. There's about 40 new fossil fuel and oil projects that are still going, possibly going to be greenlit in the UK. So we're trying to meet our climate chart. Uh, uh, Targets and where the government is uh, is considering what does green lit mean. They're well, they're they're possibly going to be given the go ahead. Oh, green green light to go to go. Yes, yeah, so not yeah. green, not green. So very very bad keeping the the the. It's not some kind of eco lighting green lit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not doing. Yeah, that would be really nice if they were going to green light the country. Yeah, but so basically, it makes sense. You know, if you're trying to hit your climate target targets then what are you going to do? You, you know, you don't want to be digging up fossil fuel. So that makes sense. So well, what they what their message is, is that they're not saying stop all fossil fuels immediately and stop using it. They're saying stop doing new ones immediately. Yeah. Just, By gluing themselves to old paintings. Well, yes, but they've also done things where they've stopped traffic and they've done other stuff like that. Because basically, Any glue involved in stopping yeah, they, traffic? Yeah, I think they glued themselves to the road. I think that some of them did. Yeah, we did do a podcast where people were nailing themselves to a square in Russia. Or yes, that was my favourite, Petr Pavlensko. Was uh, that was it? Yes, yes, he did. He nailed himself in protest against the Russian government. Yeah. Yeah, so he's... Uh... How did that go? <sighs> <laughs> Now, the thing is, so, so again, they have to do these things to, to highlight the issue. So um, I thought it would be interesting to look at what paintings they, uh, they nailed them, not nailed, glued themselves to. So they went in there and basically they walked into galleries and uh, glued themselves to the frames. There was minimal damage. There was damage done because you can't glue yourself to a frame of an old master or... And not do some kind of damage to it, but it's very limited. But their argument was that when they were gluing themselves to these paintings, was um, you know, you know, these are paintings, but you know, what good is? And someone made a speech like, "What good is art when you know people can't feed themselves because of climate change? What good is art when when you know the planet's heating up and there's forest fires, etc., because of climate change?" So they're they are genuine. To what I've seen in the interviews, they're genuine art lovers. They, they say how much they love the art, but they're doing it because they have to do these stunts in order to highlight the issues, because I wouldn't be talking about it, would you? Um, no. Possibly not. Well, so yeah. is, it, is it an art movement or, or a political movement? It's a political movement, but I think there are a lot of art lovers in it. So, um, so we've talked quite a lot, and we haven't actually mentioned any art. So one of the ones that they actually... Uh, actually glued themselves to is a copy of the uh, Last Supper by Leonardo da Vinci. Now, you know that one, it's the fresco, the famous one that's in Milan, I think. You know, he painted the famous fresco of uh, where Jesus is meeting the disciples just before he's uh, due to be uh, executed, isn't he? feasting. They were having a feast and she's, it, I think it's the scene where he sort of like, you know, stands up and says, one of you's going to do the dirty on me. Oh, what, glue, glue themselves to the cross? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we're, I think it's where uh, Judas is uh, going to betray him for a bit of bit of a dosh. Yeah, because he, he had nails in the story. He had nails. He was nailed to the cross, wasn't yes. he? Yes. Interestingly, I watched a programme about that. And, uh, you know, like... And they, supposedly, that was a protest. 
Well, it kind of. Well, I suppose. I, 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 do you know what? That's that's a long, long. That, that set my my brain on a a long journey, and we could probably go through that journey with art. He at some was point. quite in in this the story. He was like quite into protest, wasn't he? Jesus. Oh, Jesus loves a good protest. He, yeah. You know. So was that why they chose it as uh, sort of one of the. Uh, you know, ancient legends of protest. I think they. I think with a couple of them, they they've pro they picks artworks that are quite high profile as well. We'll yeah. get. You know, now this one is actually a copy of the Last Supper. It's a copy. So, but there's there's quite interest. I was looking into it because I mean the story of the Last Supper has been covered a lot. You know, but what's quite interesting is that how that copy came into existence and what what happened there's actually two copies of the last supper so you've got the fresco which is a bit dodgy because you i don't know if we ever talked about this but uh leonardo da vinci when he painted the last supper last supper the last supper oh there's a bit of a slip there um the paint he used was was very it's the technique. The, it wasn't quite the proper fresco technique, which is painting into wet and doing very quickly. He used his own kind of technique that basically meant that, that it started to flake off quite quickly. So it wasn't very... When you say quite quickly, after a, a couple of hundred years? Well, no, it, start, it started to not... A few ten, years, ten a few, few, well, not ten minutes. Yeah, It's not like it's not like it, I, I think because your 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 idea of like not lasting very long is a uh, children's chalkboard drawings. Okay, yeah. Yeah, they're very ephemeral, aren't they? They're, they're not, they don't last very long at all. It all depends on your technique. Yeah, on your chalkboard technique. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure when your kids learn that you, they could in fact spray it with hairspray, that, that'll that make it more permanent. Kind of forms a little shield. That's what I use. It's a cheap yeah. a cheap way of preserving works. Well, that, it depends on the hairspray. Yeah. Oh, all hairsprays are available. Yeah, well, I don't know. They they're priced differently as well. Yeah, cheap. I imagine the goo hairspray would be quite expensive. Yeah, but it's just as a, if you go to the pound <laughs> shop, yeah, it would yeah. be, and it wouldn't smell nice. Well, it might smell nice. I don't know. That's not right. It could smell nice. I'm sure there are nice smelling you goo products. You goo vagina smelling hairspray. <laughs> <laughs> the story was there's actually two copies. Of the Mona, uh, of the Mona Lisa, of <coughs> the Last Supper made, and what happened was when France invaded um, invaded Milan, the King of France says, "Oh, I want that," and he was very disappointed when he saw that the Last Supper was a fresco. He couldn't obviously take it home because no way could chip it off the wall because it'd just fall apart. You know, it's it's it's, it's not Banksy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so what he did was he said to Leonardo, "Look, mate, can you do us a can you do us a copy, or I'll kill you." Because <laughs> <laughs> in the end, Leonardo moved to France and he took the uh, he took the uh, Mona Lisa with him to France. Oh, it's a strange invasion. <laughs> <laughs> so um, he brought the artist back with him, the yeah. King of France. <laughs> so. Basically, Da Vinci has done this before. You know, he was quite slow at painting. We, we know that it took ages to get anything finished. So he had associates, other artists that worked in his studio that would do paintings with him. So, so there are copies of his major works. And basically, it's a fi- it, it, I think it's as much a financial thing that people would say, oh, look, 
oh, I like that. Can you do me one? Well, look, I'll get these other artists to work with me and I'll do the little signatures over the top and you know, I just to make it uh, officially a Leonardo, but it won't be solely worked on by me. It'll be worked on by some of my, my associates. so this is what happened with this so this is what no this is not what happened with this this is what happened with another Leonardo in Belgium which is in Belgium so Leonardo da Vinci painted a lot of it but it was also painted by other artists as well so they worked on it and we don't have any names of the other artists well we do do we do Uh, the the artist that painted this copy uh, I've got the other artist. There is, they are known. the The artist who painted the other one is known, but I don't have it to hand. Is it an Italian name? Yes, it is an Italian name. Mar- like- Should we Mario? Should we just call him Mario? Mario will finish off this last <laughs> supper for you, oh, no. uh, <laughs> King. Is it King Louis? He's probably King yeah, Louis. Isn't King it? Louis. It was, but it's officially a Da Vinci. Allegedly, it, the theory is that Da Vinci actually works on it as well because there's there's documentation to back up the fact that he was asked to do it and produce it. Yeah, well, it. he couldn't leave Mario to do it all on his own. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there was another copy made by the same people from uh, uh, who were Da Vinci associates, and they made another copy. But this is this copy that they stopped the oil protesters st- have recently glued themselves to the frame. Uh, and this is actually in the Royal Academy. Now, this is just a copy. It's not attributed in any way to Leonardo da Vinci. And it's attributed to uh, Gia Pietrino. Now, I think that he may have worked on the other official copy. And also to Antonio Baltrafio. So there's two artists that apparently worked on this one that's in the Royal Academy. So, so they worked with da Vinci... But Da Vinci's signature is not on this the, one. The Da Vinci signature, I don't believe, is on the other one either. But the, the the theory is that this one has no association with Da Vinci other than they are associates. So they did a copy. Yeah, other than the fact they were copying his work. Yeah. They might have got a license. So da Vinci might have said, yeah, mate, yeah, it's all right. You can do a copy if you want. Give us a few, yeah. Bob. You know, because it's quite expensive. It cost, it cost double the price of a Titian that was bought at a similar time. So this is like £600, which is a fortune. 600 guineas. It's a fortune. And there's a Titian, which is attributed to Titian. So there's a copy, cost double the price of an actual... 600 guineas, is that like 600 million or 600 million? I have no idea what guineas are into pounds, <laughs> yeah. but it's a lot, a lot, a lot of money. A lot, a lot of money. That's the late... Um, Stella Black? Would say, yes. Yeah. Is she, is she late, is she? Yeah, she's dead. <laughs> she's dead. dead. Yeah, she's very dead. <laughs> we we yeah. love Scylla. I like Blind Date. So there you go. So they've they've glued to that one, and then of course they they turn up. They they stick themselves on. They wrote these, you know, their oil protests in lettering below, and it, they wrote it in lettering below. What on the wall? No, on the wall below. About yeah, no more oil. I think was was the the message. And they were removed, and obviously they're still awaiting charge. Now, the pro- the thing is, is that one was not enough. And I think it's right, uh, you know, it's it's a real debate as to say whether I, whether I think it's good or not. I, I don't like the idea that it may make it, make, make art less accessible for everyone. But I suppose so with climate change, make art less accessible for everyone as well. Yeah. You know, so so there's a whole balance here of like, 
you know, this kind of art, uh, going and seeing art. What's gallery. more important, climate or art? I think climate tips it for me. Well, even as modern art is rubbish, official line. <sighs> no, it's not modern art. <laughs> yeah, no. I was quite surprised. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, no. Officially, art's more important than climate change. <laughs> <laughs> no it's not I can't I'm lying oh no I'm not I don't yeah. know I'm so confused yeah but is is the Big Bang art that's maybe another show yeah that is another show and we'll yeah. have to get God as an exclusive guest <laughs> God, if we got God we're our, our listener viewers listener viewers listener viewers see see because I'm, I'm yeah. taking into account our Instagram and all the other well, if we're going to get God we might as well get Scylla as well yeah yeah well Scylla Scylla it could be argued she was great and God bless her yeah maybe we could ask him if he did if he was on the show bless if, Scylla Black if he if he blessed her yeah yeah could do yeah so if you've got one question to God, yours would be, did you bless, bless Scylla Black? Black? And he go, she was a Laura, Laura blessing. That's, that's my personal of Scylla Black. Scylla Black, a very famous uh, uh, singer in the 1960s, was friends with the Beatles from Liverpool, who then went on to become a much beloved TV personality in the UK. Just Excellent. for those of those that don't know who Scylla Black is there you go so the next one they glued themselves glued them blah, blah, glued themselves to was the frame they went to the Courtauld Gallery and they glued themselves to I'm just showing you the peach trees there uh, the peach trees in blossom which was painted in 1889 by Vincent van Gogh and I'm gonna do you know what I'm the description of it is again it's it's a very very uh, it's one of my favourite Van Gogh paintings it's very beautiful and when you go and see it it is a very nice painting is it a big painting? no it's a Van Gogh sized painting they're never very big apart from the sunflowers which is quite big but a lot of them they're like kind of like yeah because he goes on site doesn't he for a lot of paint a lot of his paintings he does them on site so he doesn't really have massive canvases to lug around so they have to be fairly small to, to keep it you know to keep it reasonable now I've got I've got a quote a couple of quotes which I think is from Van Gogh well, no which I think is I know it is his Van Gogh quote and he wrote this to his brother Theo and I just think it's a really nice uh, description of the work himself this is what he wrote to his brother Theo and this is in April 1889 just now I have on the easel an orchard of peach trees beside a road with the Apilles Alpilles in the background which is a range of mountains and then he says, green countryside with little cottages, blue line of the Alpilles, white and blue sky, the foreground enclosures with reed hedges where little peach trees are in blossom. Everything there is small, the gardens, the fields, the gardens, the trees, even the, those mountains, as in certain Japanese landscapes. That's why the subject attracted me. And the thing is, is that he's, he owned a print. He was very influenced by Japanese art. And he had a lot of prints of uh, Japanese art. And one of them he owned had the uh, the very famous image of Mount Fuji. You've seen it a lot. Mount Fuji is a very, I probably think, is the most recognisable mountain in the world, arguably. You know, okay. that, that shape of Mount Fuji is really distinctive. So he was influenced. So that's all that comes through in his art here. And the other thing that I found interesting about this was this painting was bought 
by the per, by an artist who was the only person to have thought to have bought one of Vincent van Gogh's paintings in his lifetime. So he only sold one painting, allegedly. And, and it, was this. it wasn't this, but oh. this was bought by the person who bought it, the artist. Uh, oh, okay. And her, so. the artist's name was Anna Bock. And she purchased it in 1890. So that's another oh, wow. yeah. interesting. And the other thing as well about it, which I found quite interesting, is it, it went on tour in the UK and it went to a, a town in Essex called Silverend. Do, do you know Silverend? I do know Silverend. It's a little village. Yeah. And it was in the village hall as a part of a tour around the UK in the early part of the 20th century. And is this when someone glued themselves to it? No one glued themselves in the village hall. No one would do that in Silverend. They'd probably be moaning. I, yeah, I bet they'd probably would. be moaning about. You, you would if you were in Silverend. Well, I might do a podcast on on the climate crisis. Yeah, you kind of stick like yourself to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, again, they made the point. They were at pains to stress how much they love art. These people who did it, and that they, you know, again, it was my, it was minor damage. I'm not condoning it, but if you need to get your message out. There's always that debate. You can't go, you know, because I heard, I heard one person. Oh, oh God, this person called. I don't even give her name. I don't even give her publicity. But she, her argument was, why don't they stand for Parliament and change that way? So this is this is her argument about rather than do protests, which might damage art and cause disruption or cause upset or put things in danger is that she said why don't they stand for parliament and you know we don't need to debate how silly that is a comment yeah well it's one like, person is not going to affect a whole yeah, it's, yeah well it's too it's too corrupt to be changed by one person isn't it no. government no and you know again a lot of so this this is this thing about getting the message out and modern art is rubbish he's doing a whole episode on it so there you go so, right, another one that was stamped, there was one that was also, just to mention, there was one in Scotland, which was uh, in, in Glasgow. So were these all happening at the, on the same day? No, in, in, within, a, within a period. So these are all separate incidents in different parts of the world? No, they're all in the UK, these ones. Different parts of the UK? UK, yes. A separate gluing incidents by, as you keep stressing, art lovers that are pro- that want stop, to make send a message about the, the environment. Yes, stop oil. It's called or stop the oil. I think stop the oil. And then when they say oil, they're not referring to the paint. Or no. is, <laughs> oh, is yeah. oil paint made of oil? Well, it has oil in it. Yes. All right. So actual like I don't artists, know. I, now I don't know. Artists are pretty much climate criminals. I think they're possibly. I possibly. <laughs> I don't know in the early production of paints whether there was was a lot of lead, which is not good. Yeah. In early paints, so <laughs> I don't know. What it's like is. they're reasonable targets. And it could well be a different kind of oil. It could be, but who knows how the how it's produced? There is an environmental impact to art production. Yes. Yeah. There is that, and it has to be considered as well because if you think about it, acrylics are plastic. How do we get rid of those? It's acrylic paints, although none of these are painted acrylics because they're too old, so they would have been all in oils. In oils, yeah. yeah. Stop the oil. So I, I want to mention the one in Scotland, although, uh, again, he's kind of... Uh, it's, it's called Horatio McCulloch, 
And this is in, in a. Uh, is this the person that glued themselves to the painting? No, no. This is uh, this is the artist, and it's called My Hearts in the Highlands, and it was painted in 1860. They 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 uh, glued themselves to this in in Glasgow in a Glasgow museum. Now Henry McCulloch is a great painter, but he's very much in the kind of like the the tradition of great landscape painters he also was one of the earliest to paint urban and landscape so like housings and stuff like that and draw like uh, mills and sort of facts sorry knocking the mic there factory second factory sort of settings and stuff like that so but again i have to be honest i'm not a massive fan of his work but i do appreciate the monstrous talent and skill that he has to create his landscapes yeah, so he, he he doesn't deserve being glued to, or maybe he does. I don't. Bit. I think he's the least high profile he's of the artist. Pro- he's yeah. still an important artist. So did they? Did the um, person who glued, who we're not going to mention, I suppose, did they choose this work for a reason? Now I don't know. If it's not a high profile. I, I'm not. I'm. I'm interested. I have to admit here as well is that I don't know how significant it is is for uh for in in terms of it is a significant pain in terms of Scottish art. Yes, but how significant in terms of the the art message around the UK? It may be more of a Scottish targeted act. I mean, there's some fantastic Scottish artists which. I do want to talk about in the future, particularly coming out from the 1980s. I love this. There's some incredible move art that, that that's comes out of Scotland. But this is kind of like that standard kind of art that I'm not... I, I, I'm, he's brilliant, but not my cup of tea, shall we say. Yeah, so in Scotland, they exploit a lot of oil. Well... Is that true? Or Well, I mean, there's a lot of the... There's a lot of uh, offshore North Sea... Yeah. oil but they've also they're also very you know again there is a lot of that but I, I don't know the actual ins and outs because again as I say stop the oil is not saying let's stop it immediately you stop driving cars they're just saying let's stop investing in the future of oil invest in the future of renewable energy that's more their message they join up with other yeah other uh, uh, climate protesters you know yeah so what would artists use in future if we stopped investing in oil paint well i think it may be it may well be that these are plant-based oils i don't know what the makeup of oil paint is now yeah so plant-based paint yes but also the disposal of paint there's a whole look of how we dispose of it so you know you can't you can't just shift one economy to another without actually looking at everything, the implications down the line. And I think, but even Stop the Oil says it's not, it, these things, they accept these things have to happen gradually. It's not a total like overnight shift, but it has to be very rapid. I think that's what I, my take out was. It has to be a rapid change to a different economy, which is fair enough. I think I think they've probably, personally, I th- to what I've seen, I think that's the tr- case. I don't think I think it needs to be quite rapid. Yeah. Now a short advertisement break. All right, Tom. Hey, Marcus. What are you doing? Well, Tom, I've glued myself to a turtle. No, not a turtle. That poor turtle. Turtle art print. Oh, turtle, turtle art print. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> Yeah, because I'm protesting against a non-specific political issue. I condemn your protest! What? <laughs> <laughs> Why? What's that? That's not, is that the official Tom line? You know, everyone knows you can download as many tunnel art prints as you want with recycled paper and you don't need to 
get attention for for that because it's not going to go anywhere. So f*** off! <laughs> so just head over to modernartisrubbish.com and subscribe to our email list to get your free artwork and to be updated on the latest Modern Art is Rubbish news. Right, so um, it's worth mentioning, just as a side note, that there was uh, some uh, a different organisation did a protest in Italy, and they but they uh, glued themselves to the protective glass in front of a painting, which probably wasn't as effective. And it was uh, at the Afusi Gallery, and that was uh, Botticelli's The Birth of Venus, you know the one with the famous nude lady who's standing in the seashell and her lovely hair that one okay yes. yeah and and there's the wind man with the big blowy wind man that's in the sky going yeah that was did you did you find that was quite a stunning audio representation of the painting when i just went yeah it was uh, you painted uh Picture using plant-based oils, obviously, <laughs> uh, in the sky and the, uh, you know, Scylla with her trumpet. It was beautiful. <laughs> you, you, yeah, what an incredible audio representation of a great master. <laughs> so, on to the, the final and probably the one that's, you know, one that holds personal relevance to us because it's from our the area that where we spent a lot of time which is uh, Essex Suffolk borders well Suffolk specifically and it's a painting by John Constable called the Haywain now what they did in this now this one is actually in the National Gallery and the National Gallery is the main the big one it's in Trafalgar Square in London it's the big big main one where a lot of heavyweight paintings a lot of great masterpieces are held and the Haywain is a particularly famous and much loved uh, painting and it was painted by John Constable in 1821 and it's a picture of a hay cart crossing a shallow part of the River Stewart in Flatford Suffolk, Suffolk. and it's just uh, you know it's on a sunny day now what they did was they walked in and they reimagined it as if you know corporations and climate changes you know it, it, they reimagine it with a dystopian kind of future so instead of this beautiful idyllic scene they've got it paved over with with uh, they they put a copy over over the so they lightly glued a, a, so they did a lot of prep work before yes. the protest they created a kind of it's kind of almost like a kind of banksy-esque style reworking yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't look like it kind of looks kind of current yes so it's they made what, an old picture look kind of up to date yes you've got city and pollution and a road yes a road where there'd be water they've got planes in the sky where there'd just be lovely clouds as well yeah and, and and what's also to the i can't see the picture i'm looking at what's to the there's a fire to, yeah there's a fire going on so you know in where there were trees because because the and um, as there's we've seen car parked yes so yeah. there's a lot more kind of like contemporary dystopian future. Now, 
this was plastered over the painting so it wasn't yeah. plastered actually it was just lightly taped at the top we looked like and then lightly taped at the bottom so, so it covered yeah, the whole painting compare it to constable painted this 200 years ago yes so like 200 years later this is now what it looks like so imagine it in 200 yes. more years well yeah this is this is what they this is what they would imagine it could look like it still looks pretty much like it does because it's a national trust so it's still as beautiful as it does look but they were showing look this is what we're doing to these beautiful scenes so it's more of a kind of you know this is what we're doing to these beautiful scenes across the world all right, you know. yeah, I don't know. I don't know if National Trust, you're saying that picture is still like... Very, like yeah, that. it's very, very much, yes, very much so, yeah. Yeah, it's I, still... don't, I don't know if I believe that. It's just like, that looks more like the Suffolk I know, this one up the top. Oh, oh yes, 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 there's a lot of building, but there is no road on the River Stewart near Flatford Mill where, where, it's, where it sits. Now, I'm, I'm pretty sure there is. <laughs> but not on the actual river. <laughs> yeah, maybe not yeah, yeah. exactly on the yeah. river. I think it still I is think. a fold. I don't I don't I don't think they've put a road over it. Um I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. So just so um so they they glued the, also they glued themselves to the uh to the painting, to the edge of the painting. Yeah. With two people. Good. Uh, the two people, they weren't uh, Leonardo da Vinci's team. No, no. Well, I don't know, actually. I think they were a different, different crew, but the same faces you do see in some of their protests do crop up, the same favourites. Yeah. And uh, these two people, I believe, were from Brighton. Brighton, yeah. Yes, so that's what I believe they're from. Oh, well, Brighton in the UK? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so... What's interesting as well, they've picked this, but this painting, a lot of people now think, oh, it's just your standard kind of painting. It's kind of like it goes on. It's like what we would call chocolate box. It's very pretty, very serene. It's kind of like it doesn't look that revolutionary, that different. But at the time, this painting was painted by a constable. It's a pretty big painting. So I think it's about six foot across. Um, it was quite a revolution. Now, uh, there's a few things. If you look at the painting, right, again, as I say, it shows a, a cart going across the the River Stour, and it's a very idyllic scene. And it's uh, next to his friend's house. They're in the, in the, the in, sorry, on the picture, there's a picture of his, uh, he's painted his friend's Willie Lot, which is a farmer he knew, it's his cottage. And just at the very edge of the painting, you can see the brickwork from Flatford Mill. Now, what makes this painting so revolutionary? It was painted in rich greens. Now, before paintings were particularly down, landscapes were done in the very much the, the classical style, which was quite a subdued, kind of brown colour. Now, the thing is, is what people did was they looked to old Renaissance paintings, which over the time had kind of dulled down. So, so it was kind of like they used a lot of browns, a lot more browns. But a lot of that was to do with the ageing of the painting. Yeah. So people got there and said, oh, that's how they used to do it in Renaissance. I'm not saying this is exactly what happened, but it seems that what they looked, so they looked at Renaissance paints for, oh, yeah, they like their browns and they like their subdued colours. Don't yeah. they? And so they would do landscapes very much in that kind of tradition, that kind of like, oh, yeah, let's keep it, let's keep it low-key. You know, we don't like too much. Uh, yeah, make it look old. Yeah, yeah, make it look old. But again, it was just down to the fact that it was the aging they were painting, not how the style. So 
Yeah, so this was particularly vibrant. Is that what you're saying? Particularly vibrant, yes. Particularly vibrant. And Constable came across and he said, nah, trees in summer, they're green. So he used bright greens and he used bright yellows. And he painted with a palette knife. So that in itself, he didn't paint individual leaves. He would use his palette knife to like create shapes of leaves, just enough to, to create the idea of the light. So, and also... So he was doing that, and the clouds, if you look at his clouds, right, he would go out and he would look at clouds and he'd look at the wind speed of the clouds. He'd look at the, you know, he'd sketch them and he'd look at what time of day. So those clouds, you can actually, if you've got a meteorologist, they can look at those and actually tell what time of day it is. He's so accurate with it. Whereas before, there's a lot of the Renaissance that go, oh, these clouds look beautiful. Look at this beautiful sky. So what are you saying? This was like the beginning of meteorological records. Well, it, his could be used. Uh, they, I, I'm pretty sure that they could have used those because obviously there are no photographs uh, around. Although it was around the early birth of photography, coming 1821. Why they're protesting this work because of climate change? Because it's making the temperatures rise. I, I, I'm sure that because it is because of this cloud because, work. Because this is what we hold. This this image is what we hold dear. It, it, you know, it, it is very English. It's a very English scene. And this is what is up. It's at a risk of being lost. And this is what they're saying, you know. And I think that's part of the message why they picked pick this. And the thing is, is, as well, is that even though it's called the Hay Rain, Constable called it Landscape Noon. 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 So, so he, he, know, if he noticed the time... In it, so he was more interested in capturing the scene of summer, not the scene of of the actual scene. The actual scene is arbitrary to the fact that he wanted to capture what the time of day and the weather was like, and that kind of and how it felt. And the other thing as well is, if you look at this, which makes this painting revolutionary, is when you look at the water, he's not like drawn the the like the the the, the ripples on the waves and stuff. What he's done is he's just dragged the paint across the canvas. He's scraped it in parts to create this effect of water. So this painting went on to influence the French Impressionists. I saw this and I thought, this is a great way of interpreting nature. It's painting the light. It's showing. So he this painting, which looks now very standard, a very standard British idyll, is now actually is actually quite a revolutionary painting for its time. Yeah. And that is why I, I, I sort of like went into depth with this one because I think it's quite interesting how sometimes the the revolutionary nature of a work can be lost over time. And I like the fact that they're doing a revolutionary act. On top of a revolutionary of its time painting. I don't know if Constable would have liked it. And did you know Constable lived in Brighton, UK as well? For a period? Did he now? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Um, no, I didn't know that. But I do now. Thank you, you do, for informing me yeah, of that piece yeah. of information. Can you can you uh, sleep better at night knowing that? Um, it's more likely, on balance, to keep me up. <laughs> 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 So, Tom, such such ends, such ends, that's not even a word, thus ends our podcast for this week. Uh, it's been a lot of protest and a lot of glue. And I've 
that I will put videos, as I said, on the website, modernartisrubbish.com, which also has links to all our Instagram and Facebook and email and Patreon and, and well, TikTok, I can think. We, can we say to everyone listening? Yes, we can. Um, please go to a gallery, get some like decent glue. Other brands are available of all brands. And glue yourself to the most famous painting you can find, courtesy of Modern Art is Rubbish. No, do not. <laughs> do not do this, Tom. And that is official Modern Art is Rubbish policy. And we do not condone any such acts and we are not in any way well, encouraging it. it. Stop, stop. It takes stop. quite some bravery to do it. It does take think? bravery to do it, but we are not encouraging our viewers to do it. We are not brave, ladies and gentlemen. If, if only for the fact that it's not that an original thing to do. Oh, right, okay, so even yeah. for that reason, we are about originality and a, and a new way of looking at stuff and a traditional way of looking at stuff as well. But that... what other ways are there to um, protest using famous artworks or protest in other ways involving oh, art? Posters, graffiti, graffiti, yeah, well, t-shirts, t-shirts. <laughs> Those are the more recommended. Well, not graffiti is not recommended, but. Authorised graffiti is recommended. Authorised by Banksy? No, authorised graffiti. I'm, I'm Modern art is rubbish. Official policy is do not glue yourself to anything. Do not do anything that is not within the laws of the current country which you reside. And this is not legal advice, and you should seek legal advice. There you go, Tom. What do you say about that? Then? Um, just sounds like nonsense. <laughs> I say, look, if you want to go and glue stop, yourself, stop, stop you should it. go and glue no, yourself. No, don't, don't, don't. You, you say that personally, but modern art is rubbish does not. There you go. Well, you know, that still sounds like nonsense to me. We can't control what people do. Well, can we, we? we can control what we encourage, and we, we are not encourage. Yeah, we should. I think we should encourage. No, we shouldn't to protest. No, we shouldn't. We should encourage. We're we're not. We are. We are. I'm not condoning or condemning what they're doing. I'm saying I'm simply highlighting what they're doing, and that's what we have done. Yeah, but there's a culture of condone, uh, not not condoning, condemning. Protests. I'm not condemning it. I'm not yeah. condemning it. Absolutely. And it's like, isn't the laws have been changed round the world to stop people protesting? Yeah, modern art is rubbish. Is not condemning it nor condoning it. We are saying that is the official line. <laughs> I say just go out and protest. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Protest. Well, protest is great. Protest, yes. Yeah. Protest yeah. is modern art. It's rubbish policy. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad we've cleared this up and I'm sure everyone else is glad we've cleared it up. Uh, yeah. Now, other, other materials than glue are available. And other forms of change are available, such as voting. What's the voting? Other forms of change are available, such as voting. Voting? Yeah. Oh man, you don't want to be voting for these like shit. Oh, now I've got oh, that's it. End it on a beep, why don't you? Right. Beep, 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 beep. Alright, bye. Modern art is rubbish. Bye.